Hello, human listeners. <laughs> and welcome to this review episode of The Wayward Dragons. I was like, what podcast do I do? <laughs> what podcast have I been doing for over a year now? <laughs> it is funny. So I have started naming these specific episodes um, food. <laughs> yeah, you did tell me that. Yeah, the last one was macaroni and cheese book reviews. <laughs> yeah, so if this is uh, your first time joining us for this, uh, this is our off-week episode where how we normally cover just different variety of topics and the occult and spooky and theological, theosophical, and uh, all those other types of things in our regular episode. Here we kind of shoot the shit and talk about uh, <laughs> books we've been reading, shows, movies, games, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I am Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. And I'm yes, Martin. I was unsure about that for a second. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I question. Every time we get on here, I'm like, is that my name? <laughs> I had some dude at my first job before I quit call me Lindsay all the time. Why? And I'm like, I'm used to Chelsea. I'm used to the Chelsea because I've worked with Chelsea's, but I'm just like, Lindsay, where the hell does this come from? But yeah. Part of my issue, part of my issue is that I have a number of different like nicknames and Mm-hmm. All sorts of other stuff that different people call me. So sometimes I'm like, wait, who am I? <laughs> and like one of my circles, one of my circles of friends, uh, every single person in that friend group mm-hmm. calls me Spike, except for mm-hmm. one person who introduces me to other people as Johnny. And I'm yeah. like, dude, why? Like he, he refuses yeah. <laughs> to call me Spike, which is what everyone else in that friend group calls me, and I'm like, "All right, man." Confuse people. Yeah, for real. For real. Huh. So, how are you? What have you been up to? It. I have been decompressing from working two jobs for so long. So I, I've been taking the time to deep clean my house before. I hyper focus on all the wedding stuff because I know that's what my little spicy brain, my narrow spicy brain is going to do. Um, mm-hmm. Is as soon as I focus on the wedding, it's going to be all the wedding because I still have a couple centerpieces to do. And we don't know if we're doing like assigned seating and stuff like that just because of. Well, and you'll focus on that until. Oh. Yeah. The day after, because you'll like the day yeah. after you'll be like, did everything go alright? Did everything run yeah, smoothly? Was, Do I like how everything yeah. moved? Yeah, like did everyone have a good time? Like yeah, and it's just like so yeah. I'm attempting to deep clean the house while I have time and then kind of get everything start prepping for the wedding of Okay, because there's still, like, hiking stuff that we need to purchase, like, clothing-wise, and I think we're good. You guys are going to Yellowstone, right? Yes, yes. Be Um, careful. Apparently, they've been having issues with 
some of the bison approaching mm-hmm. people. Yeah. That's Which, I mean, shocking. part of me is like, <laughs> this is great and this is exciting because nature's fighting back. Because, like, you got that. Mm-hmm. And you got the orcas that are sinking the yachts. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just... I, I let him pick. I, I let him kind of go, okay, we can either go to the um, Redwoods out in, like, Northern California or we can do Yellowstone. Like, what do you want to do? Um, and he... He chose Yellowstone. So, had a whole week to kind of shut the phones off, kind of unplug. Um, because when you when you have two introverts that are the center of the tension that, like, him and I are about to be, and drama with families and all that for a wedding, it's just like, him and I are going to need to decompress, like, bad. I Especially get it. Like I have, <laughs> I have days where I literally just lock myself away and yeah, like, try not to talk to people, and that doesn't always work well. But no, it, it's fine. It's what it, whatever. But yeah. uh, well, and it's you know, you just uh, you need that. Yeah. Well, and like also, part of me is I'm excited for you to. I mean, you've met my dad, and my dad thinks, my dad and my stepmom still think you're the coolest human being in my life. Um, but I'm also yeah, I don't excited. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> they, they seriously think you're the coolest human being on the planet. But I'm excited for you to meet the other nerdy, the couple of the other nerdy friends that I do have up here. Like, yeah. And it's, it's also one of those things of like, we have not been in the same room for a very long time. So it's just one of those, like, I get to be in the same room as my best friend. Like, oh my god. It's <laughs> like, been a while. Like, I'm like, I, I was saying that to one of the kids at my, well, now my main job. Um, They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I haven't been in the same room with my best friend for, like, a good chunk of time. Like, well, and that's the thing. Like, it's like you get older, and that just seems to at least I don't know. It seems like it happens. I know a lot of the friends that I have live in various places yeah. throughout the U.S. and some in other parts of the world, and you know, so you always yeah. It's, I don't know. Everybody's so scattered, and it's like, what the heck? And I'm also excited for you and my Zach to meet. <laughs> Yeah, because we've only chatted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here. Yeah. So it's one of those things of like, I'm excited for like you to meet the rest of my family. Because like I said, my dad and my stepmom think you're like super cool. But like for you to finally meet my husband and like my my best friends like with me in the same place. Oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. And we're not, and it's not for like a nerd, nerd stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's not because yeah. we're we're doing nerd stuff, and it's like <laughs> I will say, like, so I had breakfast with my dad this morning, and he was at a grad party. I was actually already telling you about this, but um, mm. the grad party was Skyrim themed, like the video game, and <laughs> we got done. We got down a D and D hole because he was like asking all these questions about D and D, and I'm just like. Dad, Johnny's gonna be here in a month. Can we like save all these questions? 
<laughs> so speaking of D&D like, like can we can we save all these because like your expert's gonna be here in about a month like I, I would not consider myself an expert by any means like, uh fairly knowledgeable yes an expert by no means oh I'm not uh, but uh, yeah speaking of D&D uh I've played a bit of the new Boulder's Gate game Boulder's Gate 3 yeah. which for those of you who don't know uh that is a D&D property and whew. so first off, this game will suck your life away. Now, what, secondly, I've I have one question before you continue. Is yes. what how can we find the game? Oh, so currently it is only a PC game. Okay. Uh, so you can find it on Steam. Uh, I know that's a sad thing for a lot of our people out yeah. there, but. Yeah, currently it's only on PC. I don't know if they're going to go to console or not. But first off, the customization that you have. Yeah. They literally took 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, uh, the yeah. base game for for it, and turned it into a video game. So you have, you can pick your race, you can specialize, all these different customization things as far as what you look like. You can yeah. actually be non-binary as what? a gender option and so you can be when you're non-binary you can choose whether you're more feminine or more masculine uh you can choose your genitalia what and i mean like like you can literally there is a safety feature at the beginning of the game when you start it up that if you want to have nudity in the game or not and if you do you literally can like take your character's clothes off and choose their genitalia from options uh both like you That's have cool. multiple penis options, multiple vulva options. You also have the option of whether you want your character to have breasts. That's really cool to have that much customization. You can That's also gonna blow a lot of people's minds. Oh, it's people have been freaking out about it. You oh can also uh, court certain NPCs in the game, and yes, you can hook up with certain NPCs in the game. Um. Okay. Right. You also, uh, <laughs> I want to see your face on this. So there is a part in the game where you can walk in on two people having sex. And I use the term people loosely because <laughs> like, a, friend of, a friend of mine was telling me about this because they're just like, yeah, there's a sex scene you can walk in on and they attack you. And I'm like, okay. So I'm thinking it's like literally just you know, humans, elves, dwarves, even maybe a an orc or something. Oh, no, 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 no. It is a female ogre on all fours and a bugbear taking her from behind. If people, if you do not know what a bugbear is, it is a goblinoid creature. Um, basically, it's like a tall, furry goblin. <laughs> and I I was so freaking traumatized. I'm like, why? Why is this in here? Oh, it was... So, so then I had to fight these two naked, like they were naked. Oh, that's amazing. That and I'm just is, like, why? Why is this a thing? This is so painful. That is fantastic. <laughs> scarring. But, scarring. Absolutely scarring. But absolutely fucking fantastic. That is hilarious. I was able to make my like favorite D&D &D character I've ever played in the game. 
uh, which is pretty cool. And it's, uh, I'll have to give you some pictures so you can take it and see it. But it's, uh, the game itself is great. It's literally, you say Skyrim, it is a blend of like Skyrim, Dragon Age, and, uh, uh, well, literally any other type of game like that. But it's, it's so great because you can, you can steal so much stuff. Yeah. And then just sell it all and you like the the cool thing is though is that the exchange rate on gold isn't like you can take it and rack up a crap ton of gold out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um you actually have to work for it and okay. it's not super easy to get gold. Like you can't just farm gold. Yeah. Uh, my biggest complaint about the game is that you are capped at level twelve. Because in actual D&D, you're capped at level 20. But apparently at this point in the release, and they may go back with enough feedback, go back and add in the ability to do more levels. They didn't want to like deal with all the spells and everything in it. Gotcha. But, and I, I was I was talking to one of my friends earlier, and there's a, like a goblin encampment that they took over a temple. And uh I'm like, yeah, no, I just went in, guns blazing, and took out every like all the goblins. And he's just like, you're doing a full frontal assault on the goblin encampment that have like yeah. taken over this temple and all this other crap. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, why not? And he goes, I'm going in sneakily and like going room by room and slowly taking people <laughs> out. I'm like, the only the only thing I did sneakily is I snuck in through a side entrance. I destroyed all the drums. There you go. That way they couldn't call for backup. Yeah. And then I just went through and mutilated everyone. I'm like, when you go in and there's like 20 goblins and an ogre starting off, I just took out the ogre and then blew up half the goblins. (laughs) Uh, I like, I put like a random thing of gunpowder in the middle of it and used a flaming arrow and shot it at it. took out half the goblins, (laughs) uh, if not more. And I'm just like, yep, fuck those guys. (laughs) Because it's the the way it's set up is they swarm you. Look at all of you. Okay, yeah. that's funny. Yeah so, yeah, so there's that. That's what I've done with games. Um, <laughs> I haven't really watched any movies. We've been watching Don't suits. We said everyone's watching suits. I know. Everyone's you know, it makes me suits. laugh. It makes me laugh. We're we're like in season four. We're like almost done with um, season four. Um, cause like the thing is, is it, so it's nine seasons and season seven, Mike and Rachel, um, Megan Markle plays Rachel. Um, they leave the season. So like the main, well, main love interest, but Mike, um, who is the fraud in this case, um, leaves. So it kind of like tanks, um, and they end it, the show like wraps up after season nine, but like the next couple of seasons you can tell that like the writers were on fucking point it's crazy i just think it's funny because like everybody literally everyone like one of the guys at work uh he's like man i spent all like him and his partner spent all weekend uh Mm -hmm. last weekend i think it was watching suits and i'm like Mm -hmm. you didn't do anything else he's like no we just Mm -hmm. watched suits i'm like what 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 Mm -hmm. i can understand it's a good show but apparently people think it's a good show well, in, like, 
for me, this is why I've always been into, minus watching like 2020 in like 60 minutes as a kid. I love procedurals for this reason. Because it's there's a slow, like, kind of undercurrent um, storyline that's throughout the whole season. And then you kind of have a couple that are kind of like over a couple episodes. But it's a new episode every single time. It's a new, it's Did a new problem. Did you watch Lucifer? I tried. You didn't like it? No. Ah, I no. freaking loved it. No. No. And, like, it... Um, there's a... Sorry, my cat has decided to. She needs to like climb the window. Sorry, I got mildly distracted. Um, um, Neurodivergent much? Well, okay. Side note, side quest. Um, she's been like she stretches, she stretches like real big up against like the wall, mm-hmm. and I normally like pick her up, carry her like baby for a minute. Um, but she's been doing it up against the windows like. We've got some cat hammocks <laughs> in some windows, and she like she'll stretch real big and stuff. Um, baby girl, I love you with all my heart, but you do not need to be behind my laptop right now. <laughs> all right, we're gonna move some stuff around. Um, but like with suits, it's it's a it's a new case every episode. There, there's a problem that runs on with like the whole season. Um, like right now, Lewis there's a whole bunch of problems with Lewis. Like he loses his job and then he finds out that Mike's a fraud. And so now he's named his price or he's going to go like tell the board and all this shit. And it's, it's yeah, it's a good show. It's You've already good. lost me. It's, it's beautifully done. In my opinion, it's back when USA shows were like actually really good. Like, like with NC state <laughs> suits was on with, NCIS and then the the um the one con man show where there was a con man that works with the FBI. See, I thought this was a newer <laughs> show. I didn't realize it had been on or it was on that even that many seasons because like mm-hmm. people just randomly started talking about it. But I guess since they mm-hmm. added it to Netflix, yeah, yeah. So have you been reading anything? So, so since I'm now down to one job. I've been trying to physically read more versus audio. So I've picked up my crew <laughs> crew of Hunter series back up. Um, my husband is currently making fun of me because I I'm reading the you large. Print. No, I'm reading the large print because so you're old. Because I am old, but it's like <laughs> it's massive. Um. Look, I'm on the other side of the country, and I can read that from here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, the one I just finished was The Unspoken by Heather Graham. Baby girl, I love you, but you need to, like, not be doing this. No, you cannot lick my straw. <laughs> Go on the floor and bother your bed. Um... Sorry. Um, so the unspoken, it's book seven in the series. Um, so basically what kind of happens is, um, in the late 1890s, right before the 19th century, um, 
there, and this happens in real life, there's a rise in um, antiquities, specifically Egypt type stuff, because they Mm -hmm. find the tombs in real life um, and all that stuff kind of actually happens in real life. And um, in the book, there is a um, there's a boat headed for Chicago and it's full of antiquities from Egypt and there is a mummy on board and this it hooks into the one before like six seven and eight of this series are kind of connected um of um i forget the name of the fucking mummy but it's some high rank sorcerer during tutankhamen or king tut or something um and the ship goes down in Chicago and no one knows what happens to it. Fast forward to real life, search vessel, they're on the verge of finding it. They find it and people start dying very mysteriously. And the spooky crew from the FBI comes in and figures it out that um, the, uh, the secretary, I'm going to spoil it, um, the, the dumb secretary isn't as dumb as you think. Um, <laughs> and, well, I mean, typically um, when they have a dumb character, they're never as dumb as you think. Yeah. I mean, she plays bimbo. She she wrote it as a bimbo absolutely beautifully. Beautifully written bimbo. Um, but she uh, gets her boss to kind of help her out, and she kind of orchestrates this the mummy that the mummy is alive and there's the curse of the mummy and um it's real and stuff and they find out how exactly the ship went down um it got hit by an icebreaker and the icebreaker that um hit them actually had the death mask had a copy of the death mask of the mummy that was on board as like the front part of the ship is like the icebreaker part i guess oh that's convenient so yeah um but she writes a lot about how spirituality was on the rise around that time and the guy that hits the boat is um trying to convince people about spirituality and like stuff like that so that was interesting i'm on the uninvited right now i'm about halfway through the uninvited um and it where the fuck does this take place landon mansion I forget where we're at for this. Historic town, though. Civil War era. Um, but someone dies within the reenactment house. Um, he's a reenactor. He um, skewers his head with his bayonet. Like, sets his chin down like the meeting part. I mean, who doesn't do that? It sounds like a <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm currently reading that one. The next one I read was um, Positively Dead by Harper Lynn. So I found this series on Kindle. And (laughs) it's one of those like cozy mysteries that I like to read when I'm kind of feeling like poop. And the main character... She could telepathically talk to all of the cats in her coven. <laughs> like all of them. She can, huh? but but she can, that's her like um 
that's her power. Like, all of the powers within, like, her sister and her family. Because her whole fam- her family is a common, like, okay. type thing. And they own, like, this um, bakery, coffee shop within town. And in the book, in the first one, it burns down as part of, like, the story. But in the second one, um, people are becoming, are being resurrected. And so there's zombies in town. Yeah, like, part of, like, her sister's really good with um, herbs. Her aunt kind of has, like, foresight and stuff. But her power is that she can talk to animals, like Dr. Doolittle, um, and specifically cats. So all the cats in their coven, she can talk to. (laughs) Like, telepathically. (laughs) Is she also a lesbian? No. No. I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Exactly. I know. But no. No. She's starting to fall for the one detective in town. So. And I... I'm eventually going to read the next one. Um, but they're, kind of, they're really hard to get through the library. So this is not cool. Um, and then the next one I actually finished listening to was Dirt Creek by Haley Skyborn. This book was horrible. Absolutely horrible. Nice intentions. The characters were beautifully written. Horrible storyline. So it takes place in Australia. So the audio author narrator person is Australian. It's a procedural. And a girl goes missing. A little girl goes missing. And the book is told through four different viewpoints. Her two best friends, the cop on the case, and then these weird like we chapters that kind of happen. And so you obviously go through the case. The girl's missing. You know, her best friends are trying to figure it out. And the one best friend comes to terms with him being gay and everything. So that kind of takes a weird part of it. Um, you find out that the family friend hit the little girl on her way home. Um, type thing. It's just, it was the slowest burn of a mystery novel I have ever read. Gotcha. Ever absolutely like super slow like i've had to pick this book up like three or four times because it was just not going fast that bad yeah and ever all the descriptions all the reviews on goodreads was this is the slowest burning mystery ever and they're not wrong not wrong and it, there's a Did lot you figure of it out who it was, it was you know who done it yeah it's the best friend the family friend so there's a lot of talk about rape and drugs and stuff and um family friend was actually going to the little girl's mom to tell her like hey i'm just letting you know that like i can't hold this in your husband raped me at a party um type thing and she didn't believe her because she's like my husband would never do that what um and on her (laughs) way back to her house um unbeknownst to her while she's driving she hits her daughter um, and instantly kills her. And she kind of goes on autopilot, buries her out in the bush, and they eventually find her, thanks to a farmer being observant. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was rough. 
That was rough. Yeah. So what about you? <laughs> what have you read? <laughs> well, so first off, I'm trying to knock out some classics. So I read <laughs> the Jules Verne collection, which is the complete work of Jules Verne. Okay. Uh, so it includes 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, oh. Around the World in 80 Days, Journey to the Center of the Earth, Mysterious Those Islands, are... so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, while I appreciate these books for what they've done for literature, yeah, they do not hold up. No. Like, and it's not just for the imagery. Like, I, I appreciate the imagery and, like, what people thought yeah. was functional in a fantastical way. But, and I know it's because of the times they were written in, but mm-hmm. uh, there is some terminology there that... Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are several times I'm just like, wait, what did they say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've tried to, yeah. uh, I've tried to listen to Dracula more than once. <laughs> Can't get into well, with, ex- <laughs> with exploratory books or things like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a certain word that they use and I've read it in like older academic papers and stuff as well. Yeah. And, you know, it's to give you guys a hint, it's an N word with a hard, uh, or it's an N word. Yeah. Starts with an N and ends with O. Yeah. And I'm like, that's still uncomfortable. Like I get <laughs> to be called on that historically, but I'm it's, uncomfortable it's, reading it's, that. It, yes. Well, like that one series I was reading, um, by it, it, it's the Arrowwood series. The fact that they would call retarded people of any form Mongolian, I had to stop. I had to stop. I'm like, that's not okay. Nope. That's not okay. I don't care that that's what we don't use that word anymore. I can't. I can't do that now. I've yeah. more than once I've done that with books. On a lighter note, uh, I will have finished the book by the time this episode posts, but <laughs> uh, I've also been reading and of course I'm not going to spoil the ending because I don't know the ending yet. I have a few theories, uh, but Spontaneous... <laughs> By Aaron uh, Starmer. Okay. This is a young adult standalone uh, book. Yes, I was reading a standalone book. Yeah. So sue me. Uh, I know that doesn't happen very often. No, that's my job. (laughs) So the story centers around a high school senior named Mara, who is pretty much the girl that I would have been fawning after in high school, you know, rebellious, smart, (laughs) quirky, uh, full of herself. Okay. She's just living her life, trying to get through her senior year, when suddenly, pop. One of her classmates spontaneously blows up. And when I say blows up, I don't mean like blows up into a ball of fire. I mean like blowing up a balloon until it pops. So like the guts and everything get all over people. So, so I'm, of course, I am intrigued and disgusted all at once. Oh, it's, it's a, honestly the this book is it's entertaining. Uh, so I'm disgusted. So intrigued. So she's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Of course, the feds step in, and at first they think it's a terrorist attack, but and apparently they made a movie after this, so I have to see if I can find the movie. But they think they get the feds. 
a terror, kind of terrorist attack and then realize it's not. Um, but it doesn't stop with just one person. Other classmates start going pop. Did they go to Willy Wonka? No. <laughs> and so, so the government steps in, they quarantine all these kids, do all these tests on them, can't figure out what the hell's going on. Mara thinks that maybe she's accidentally blowing up people with her mind because of feelings. But so far, none of her theories have checked out. Like I said, I can't really give any other, any real spoilers because I didn't finish the book yet. But uh, yeah, highly recommend. It's fun. And I think the author is a male, but he actually decently depicts angst from a teenage girl. And there's no... Her boobs wiggled boobily. <laughs> or any of that weird shit. I know exactly when it's a fucking male author. God damn. So, you, but here's the thing, though, is I've read female authors that have had scenes like that that are just horribly written. They are. They are. I just, I, I think it's really, so I'm going to say this. I'm not a fan of smut. But typically when either. you have... Typically, when you have books, you'll occasionally have those scenes in the books. Yes. There are some authors who do a wonderful job, like, explaining those scenes or depicting those scenes. And there's some authors who should not pick up a pencil or pen again to jot down any book ideas because their sex scenes are so horribly written. Yes. So, side note. Um... The film came out in 2020. It's rated R. Um, you can definitely find it on YouTube. Rotten Tomatoes, score of 96. Nice. It's distributed by Paramount Pictures. Um, but it comes up on YouTube first. So I know for sure it's that it's there. Yeah, because one of the pictures is the like main character is covered in blood in a bathroom oh this actress so yeah i'll watch i wonder if it's on paramount plus um on google it is showing amazon prime view view v-u-d-u i've never heard of that Uh, okay redbox google play and you of the tube Okay. It might be on Paramount for free. I would check. That's who distributes the movie. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's there are no actors in it that I know of. Oh, Dennis, Denise Overmeyer. She's been a couple of shows. Oh, the trailer looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it might be good. I don't. I don't know. But, um, so speaking of, of smut, so I've weirdly taken it upon myself that because I am home now more and I'll be able to like exercise and kind of physically read stuff, I'm going to get through all the books that Bookish Box sent me. And for those who don't know, Bookish Box is a subscription box that you get sent and it's bookish kind of themed items, but the book 
is romance. I did not know this unbeknownst to me when I first did the book box because originally you could get just the t-shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they eventually added a young adult and adult box, but you couldn't get just the adult t-shirt. I just want the t-shirt. I don't want anything else. <laughs> like so I had to get the book, I had to get the whole box. So I've been I've been trying to make my way through the books that they sent. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to kind of make it my exercise bike book. No. How do you manage to read a book and pedal at the same time? So, one, you got to get the you got to get the the angle just right. So I kind of have to sit fully one fully straight, but I have to kind of lean <laughs> lean back a little bit and pedal with the my tiptoes. And it works. Okay. So the book I tried to read was Rule Breaker by Claire Treas. Treas. Basically, two people have been friends since high school. They were pen pals. One's a hockey player, one's a sock play- soccer player. Now, I want to profess like one's a sock player. Soccer player. I play um, socks. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right here and go. I did not even get a hundred pages into this bench. Okay? But I can tell you exactly how it played out. Um You make me cringe. Yep. Cringe worthy. No, no, I'm just saying not finishing the book. You make me cringe. I'm sorry, but I I couldn't do it. I I tried. I normally try to give it at least a good 100 pages or a good couple hours for an audiobook before I finally, like, wave the white flag of surrender and go, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they've been friends since kind of like middle school. And she is falling in love with him. Unbeknownst to her, he's already in love with her. And the whole book is them at first kind of fighting back and forth of, like, trying to, like, piss the other one off. Why? Don't re- Why? Don't know. But eventually, by the end, they do end up together and they do end up getting married. But I don't... I do not know. And I condone my grandma. Because my grandma read romance. I don't know how people can just read this. Like you were saying before, like if, if there's a scene in it, alright, fine. Alright, fine. But if this is the whole... If, the, if this is it... Yeah, my the, grandma the, read. My grandma fuck? read romance as well, and uh, she read fuck? romance and mystery. Uh, you know, most of the women I've seen that read romance, I that like I've known personally, and that like conversations yeah. with them that you wouldn't normally have with family members. Yeah, uh, I. That's not something I want to know about my grandma. Let's just say exactly. that. <laughs> yeah. But, like... How? how? Yeah. There's no, like, real storyline. I mean, different and folks I'm, enjoy different things. And I'm... I'm super confused. Because, like, the Crew of Hunter series I read, there's a... There is... There's, there's sexy scenes. However... We're there to solve, like, a murder. <laughs> like, there's some spooky shit going on and people are dying. Like, what? 
Like, there's there's a whole other storyline. What the fuck? Yep. Yeah, I didn't even finish it. I was like, what the hell? So, because I tried to read, because, like, when I put the next one on hold, I wait till I finish, put the next one on hold, takes a couple of days to get the hold from the library type thing, you know. So I'm like, I'm going to read this in between. That was horrible. That was absolutely horrible. Absolutely. Right. I think that brings us to the conclusion of this episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. So in short, check out video game if you're able to. Yes. Uh, you know, don't read smut if you don't enjoy smut. If you enjoy <laughs> smut, you know what? Like, good for you. <laughs> and... Yeah. You're probably also the type of person who watches porn for the uh, plot. Mm. Good point. Good point. Because <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the but, same, <laughs> same thing in yeah. a way. Different stimulus. I mean, some people yeah. are stimulated by what they see, some are about what they read. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review. All that fun stuff. Yes. Yes. And if you have a book recommendation or a topic recommendation, you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com. If it's for me, preferably sci-fi, fantasy, urban fantasy, theology. (laughs) If it's for Kelsey, just smut. (laughs) No. (laughs) God. No. I will say that's all my book talk is, so I don't need any help there. Holy Jesus. That's a story for another day. But, yeah. Until next time. (laughs) I'm Kelsey. (laughs) I'm Johnny. Bye. Bye.